Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you again, Stuby, and thank you all. Thanks for uh, the Ace Hardware people. As I mentioned last hour, please, if you're out shopping, go into Ace Hardware and let them know. Look for the manager or the owner. One or the other will be in the store. Just ask at the counter, is the manager here? They'll say, yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> and uh, say, no, it's good news. It's good news. Just want to want to thank them for something and, and, and let the manager know that you listen to the program and you appreciate. It is not painful. It's not hard to do. You don't have to be embarrassed to say, hey, I listen to Neil. They'll be glad to hear it. We are here to answer your lawn and garden questions. I have an open line right now. If you hurry and grab it, it's 888-787-KLIF. That is spelled K-L-I-F. Or numerically, it's 5543-888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? And... Um, this is uh, the time where I usually do the most asked question of the week, and, and I'm going to get away from the winter stuff and talk about uh, a couple of tomato issues that are starting to show up. The first one is early blight. If you have yellowing leaves on the bottoms of your tomato plants, that's probably early blight. They'll just kind of have a yellow uh, uh, wash to them. They'll, they'll look yellowed. Uh, sometimes you'll have almost like a thumbprint of yellow on them. And that's early blight. It is a fungus. Uh, it it uh, happens when the water splashes up from the soil and around on the uh, leaves. Um, so anything you can do to improve the maintenance of your plants, put mulch on the ground so that the water doesn't splash around as much water from below. In other words, soak the soil, not the leaves. Don't use overhead irrigation. Of course, when you have rain falling every day almost, that uh, adds to the problem. But uh, anyway, that's early blight. Uh, two or three weeks after early blight shows up, spider mites will show up, and they also will turn the bottom leaves off color. They'll be more of a tan color. Um, and little bitty tiny mottlings, little specks on the leaves, and that will also flush upward on the plant. But uh, the spider mite uh, spots are tiny, tiny, almost microscopic, and the spider mites are almost microscopic. As I always say, you could put uh, 20 spider mites on the head of a pin uh, shoulder to shoulder and not stack them at all. They're that tiny. You thump a leaf over white paper, and if there are spider mites there, they will start to motor around on the white paper pretty briskly. You'll be able to see them. General purpose insecticides a lot of times will be labeled to control uh, spider mites. You have to spray the bottoms of the leaves. I don't think you're going to see spider mites quite yet. It's been too cool, been too wet. But as soon as it turns hot and dry, they'll, they'll be showing up. So those are two things to watch for on your tomato plants. And we'll just call those the most asked questions of the week. I'm getting a good many early blight questions, not so much on spider mites yet. And that is sponsored by Advanced Foundation Repair, which is uh, where the most asked question is, gosh, what happened to my foundation? What are these cracks? What's happening here? Why don't the windows work? Why don't the doors work? Why won't they shut? Why won't they open? <laughs> you know, why is the tape and bed coming off the walls? What's happening to my foundation? And uh, that's uh, when they show up and they do their uh, very thorough analysis of the foundation. It's like a topographic map that they will draw for you of the foundation, showing you exactly where the problems are, what they are. Even if there's carpet involved, they don't have to peel the carpet up to show you. And I know from firsthand experience, that's what they did at our home. They said, you have a, a crack going right through here, and it's significant. You have a two-inch drop from this corner right here to that corner over there in this room. Uh, oh, my gosh. And sure enough, when we took the carpet up to, uh, to, to redo the room after they had repaired the foundation, we could see the crack right where they had said it would be, right there. Advanced Foundation Repair. I've advertised for them, which means I have put my my name on them, saying these people are good. I wouldn't take them as an advertiser if I didn't believe it. For 25 years, they are good. 
They are honest. If you don't have a problem with your foundation, they will tell you that. If you do have a problem with your foundation, they will identify it, show you where it is, what it is, and how much it would cost to fix it. And then if you decide that that is a deal, which I think you'll find it is, then they will get at it and get it fixed and give you a warranty for their work good for the lifetime of your home and backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. Now you know why they are called Advanced Foundation Repair. They've led their industry forward. Come on, boys, here is the way we need to go. And they've shown the way. Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mandy, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. We've had Donna in Dallas waiting patiently, and let's go to her now. Good afternoon. How can I help you? Um, Hi, Neil. I have a neighbor who has a pecan tree that is... um, I'm 5'8", and I, when I put my arms around it, there's still about a couple of feet to go, so it's that size. Wow. Um, she had a neighbor cut a, a branch off of it a few years ago, and um, it hasn't looked right since. She had a tree, uh, an arborist come out, and they told her that uh, the tree was dying. There's some limbs on it that are bare, um, but then the rest of the tree looks great, and I can see some new growth coming in. So is what do you think? Well, I can't see the tree, so I don't know what to think. Um, is there a problem? Why did, why did the one limb get taken off? Because it was over his yard. Okay, all right. And when they took that limb off, did they cut it back to the branch collar, almost flush with the trunk? I don't. I don't know. I. Where I don't the know. limb was where the limb was removed. How well has it healed? You know, I haven't looked at that area to see where that that limb had been removed. I haven't looked. All right. If there is uh, a a part of the tree that is not thriving, is it associated with that side of the tree? No, it's it's kind of all around. Not just on that side. There's, it's like three or four sections where the branches have no leaves on it, but they're up towards the top, and they are not necessarily on that neighbor's side. All right. Um, I I can't answer without seeing the tree. Uh, that that wouldn't <laughs> be fair to anybody. Uh, when when tree limbs are removed, I, I will give you a generic comment. This is not an answer to that tree. Uh, when tree limbs are removed, uh, so there are times when people don't do it carefully or don't do it properly, and decay sets into the, the stub, into the stump of the old branch, um, and it will move into the internal wood of the tree, and it can cause isolated branches that are associated with that side of the tree now it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's on that side if it's the northeast side of the of the trunk where the where the branch was removed it doesn't necessarily mean that the the that the limbs on the northeast side will be the ones that are dying but there's a greater chance that they would be a lot of times mm-hmm. the conducting tissues of a tree trunk will get spiraled uh, in some way and and so it could be other branches but uh, you could tell in a heartbeat by looking at the tree if if that has grown over. If there's a roll of new bark that is has yeah, I know what that looks like. Yeah, if that's happened and or is is in the process of happening, then that's a good sign. If it's not happening, then there probably is decay going on internally, and that that would account for the uh, for the the top dieback. There's also a natural senescence of, of trees. When they reach a certain age, they, they just don't have the oomph, just like uh, old old people. Uh, and yeah. you know, I've got years under my belt, and, and uh, I, so I'm allowed to say these things. We, we get to a point where we just can't fight things off as well. 
and and so it may be that I would get the second opinion if I were that that friend. I would get a second opinion of another arborist. I have a a really good uh, uh, tree uh, company uh, who will uh, have their ad toward the middle of this uh, this hour at at, uh, at two twenty eight or so, and uh, they I, I don't do plugs you know away from ads, but I'll give them my best effort when I get there. But I would have somebody like that look at the tree and, and analyze its uh, vigor and, and uh, see what might be going wrong. It's worth it, a tree of that size. Oh, yeah. Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. You bet. I hope that helped. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's really difficult. The people that are, are my sponsor are coming to our house on Monday, and, and, uh, and, and I have a couple of trees. I have one that... Uh, has a, a branch that did not heal properly, not because of anything they did. It was just uh, a, a branch that had issues. And that happens. Could, yeah, it happens. It does happen. So anyway, well, I hope that helps. Thank you, Donna, very, very much. Have All a right, good thank day. Thank you, sir. Sure. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let me uh, tell you right now about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book, and uh, there will come a time when you will be paying thirty-six ninety-five for it if you want it, and uh, now you can pay thirty-one ninety-five for it if you want it. And I think that gives you all the more reason to want it right now. Uh, the book is uh, the f- in the fifth printing. This is not uh, fifth edition. This is uh, modest changes in the book, very modest, just a few changes here and there. And uh, so no reason to buy it if you already have one of the first four printings. But if you don't have this book, you really need it. It's the best work of my career, and I hope you'll allow me to say that. It uh, might be the only gardening reference that you really need to have on the shelf because it covers every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas, from lawns and landscapes to fruit, vegetable, and flower gardening. And 11 chapters, 840 of my photographs, 344 pages, more than 25 multi-page charts to help ensure that you get the right plant for the place in your garden. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks month by month. When to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're working so hard to grow. I've never had a calendar in any of my books before. Now, I put the book on special back when the uh, uh, fifth printing was just getting started because there was a paper shortage. Now we have them printed, but now there's a Neil shortage. I can't, I can't get them all signed fast enough. And I'm able to outpace the, uh, the orders that are coming on the weekend, so I'm making a lot of headway. But until I get caught up, I'm going to leave that special in place. Just $31.95 plus tax and postage. It will be $36.95 plus tax and postage. So you can save a lot if you order right now. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. You'll be getting a signed copy. Here are the ways that you can order. There are two ways. One is to call my office Monday through Friday, weekdays during business hours, and that's 1-800-752-GROW, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, 800-752-4769. The other way, the better way, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Hello Texans, Bob Phillips here with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller. As a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing, Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. For contest rules and an entry form, go to MuellerINC.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. 
Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, Stubby, thank you. What a great place and a great time to go to Whiskey Stone on Monday through uh, a Saturday. Let me also mention on that helping hand from Mueller that you heard Bob Phillips talking about, that deadline for the uh, uh, submission of your entry is the 18th. This is the 15th. You run out of time, folks. Get that, uh, get that submitted right away. This is a message for Wild Birds Unlimited of McKinney. What a wonderful store. They're open right now. They're open Monday through Saturday. You need to get in and take a look around. What a cheerful place. The award-winning bird crew is there to help you get your backyard ready for hummingbirds and all the other wonderful birds of the summer. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. What a what a fun place to shop. They have all the accessories. They have the most fabulous hummingbird feeders, those high-perch feeders, but they also have uh, feeders and feed that will help you uh, attract all kinds of other birds. We have woodpeckers, several different species of woodpeckers that are coming. They're going through the suet cakes about every four or five days at our home. I filled this morning and peanuts for the blue jays and the woodpeckers. And I saw a cardinal out trying to learn how to how to eat peanuts today through the peanut feeder. And uh, just it's exciting to see what all you can do with the birds if you go to Wild Birds Unlimited. They have the quality products. They are. I was telling, uh, telling one of their uh, store owners this week, they sell quality. They have, uh, you can buy feeders lots of places, but they sell quality. And, and, and that's a, a real a tribute to Wild Birds Unlimited. WBU.com slash McKinney. This is a, a facility that has been named Store of the Year nationally a couple of times in the last two years. So that's pretty special. And a big part of that is the cheerful staff that you'll run into when you go to Wild Birds Unlimited. And let me get the address where they are. 3001 South Harden Boulevard in the Tom Thumb Shopping Center. That's just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney. 3001 South Harden Boulevard. Uh, two stores south of Tom Thumb, one store south of, as in right next door to the um, to the card shop, Hallmark Cards. So that's Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Beverly in Plano. Beverly, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How can I help I have you? a question. Yes, sir. Um, thank you. I have a question on uh, we're going to remove two larger red tip petunias from our backyard which is next uh next to the pool in the middle of the two petunias is a large yopon holly evergreen all year and it's now a large large bush large tree actually so we're removing these two and we're going to have to replace them at one sometime uh, because, of course, of the fungus and is, they're dead. And so we're looking for something that uh, it's going to probably have to be an evergreen bush, but something that has color. That's why years ago we selected the petunias because they do have some red uh, leaves, not just green all year long. But then again, we have the issue of, we would love something with a lot of flowers, but then it's next to our pool. So we have to be careful of that. Okay. Any, yes, sir. Anything you suggest? All right. Uh, I will help you. Um, I'll give it my best. Uh, my call screen said that you were going to be replacing Indian hawthorns. And I just want to make sure we're replacing red tip photinias, right? 
I'm sorry, I did tell him that. We're replacing those two, <laughs> but the Pacific one I'm asking you about right now are the red tip fatinia. All right. The reason I ask that is I'm about to mention a great big shrub, and if you went out and bought what I'm about to tell you and put it where you had Indian hawthorns, you yeah. might be sorely disappointed in about five yes. years. <laughs> yes, sir. So, all right. The the best replacement without any question for red tip fotinias would be Nellie R. Stevens Holly. Uh, if okay. you if you uh, if you chose to go to something a little bit smaller, then I would suggest willow leaf holly. Both of them have one spine at the ends of the leaves. Uh, that spine, I don't believe you could hurt yourself if you had to with those. Okay. They, you know, everybody just goes, oh no, not hollies! I, I can't handle hollies; they'll kill me. They don't yeah. kill you. They're just they're these are harmless. I have I have uh, one of each of these beside. Uh, uh, two water faucets. I go up uh-huh. against each one of these as I turn on hoses all the time, so not a problem. Uh-huh. So the Nellie R. Stevens holly will get uh, a large, both of these bear large red fruit all winter long. They're just beautiful. Okay. Uh, Nellie R. Stevens uh, can, I, I would expect it and, and uh, want it to grow uh, 8 to 12 feet tall. Willow okay. leaf, uh, uh probably eight feet tall or nine feet tall. Nellie R. Stevens could grow taller than that, but you could you could let it max out at eight or, or twelve feet tall. So Ooh. those are those are the best replacements for red tip fotinias. All right, thank you. We could prune uh, the the Stevens back some if we wanted to then keep go it with a little leaf. Bit. Why 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 buy something that you're gonna have to prune? Go to the next okay. step down which would be willow leaf. Okay. All right. Um I will look up Willow Leaf. We have your book open now, um, and uh, we will do that. And and thank you so much, sir. You're welcome so much. Thanks for the call. (laughs) Have a good day. Let me go to Daryl in Levon now. Daryl, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. What can I do to help? Well, sir, let's say I wanted to ask you a question. Since June be the only time of the year that pre-emergent and fertilizer will cross paths, how much of a gap, as far as putting the pre-emergent down first, how much of a gap, days-wise, should I wait before I fertilize the yard? Uh, I would do just the reverse. I would put the fertilizer down, water heavily, wait a okay. day or two, put the pre-emergent down, water lightly. Ah, okay. So fertilizer first and then pre-emergent. Yeah. Gotcha. And there is another time that they do fall at the same time, and that would be in uh, in early fall, late summer. In late August, ah, okay. early September. Okay. Same deal gotcha. goes there. Gotcha. Hey, you know something, and and I know a lot of people have been having problems with their oak trees, and the home we've been in, uh, the oaks that were planted, there are there are three red oaks. We've been here five years. The trees are probably about ten to twelve feet tall. And what I noticed over the last five years, except for this year, because they all bloomed at the same time. I've seen them all at different times bloom as late as June. So hopefully that's some encouragement for folks out there. And the last thing I want to tell you was maybe as an alternative to a lot of people that lost uh, Indian hawthorns like I did, right around the beginning of March, I was able to get some mood ring podocarpus shrubs. I planted those early, and they're really thriving. So... Hopefully we have another hard winter. I think I'll be good. I'll just have to get some frost sheets. Yeah, you sure will on that yeah. one. You sure will. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. they were hurt pretty badly, but yeah. yeah. All right, well, I yeah. appreciate your call. Thank you, Daryl. All right, sir. Yeah, Take have care. a good one. All right. All right, let me see. Jimmy and Dennison, I'm going to ask you to wait through our tiny garden tip here, and we'll come right to you with a cedar apple rust uh, question. I want to tell you about Callaway's right now. Callaway's is a great place filled with great people. You'll love Callaway's. Everything is in full bloom at Callaway's Nursery. That means it's time to bring home some color and enjoy your flower beds. A gorgeous landscape begins with premium plants, and that's what you'll get at Callaway's. Stop in today. Discover their beautiful selection of blooming Cora XDR Vinca in a parade of colors. Generous 4-inch pots, $1.99. Cora XDR Vinca, 
is a favorite for many reasons. These heat and humidity-loving flowers add a pop of instant color, and they rebloom all season to create a blanket of hues in your landscape. In addition to their beauty, they are super easy to grow, and the XDR stands for Extra Disease Resistant. You already knew that, didn't you? While you're in the store, be sure to talk to one of their Texas-certified nursery professionals for expert gardening advice and tips. They have more certified nursery professionals and just about anybody else in the state of texas you can always count on callaways to bring you the very best flowers edibles trees and shrubs all backed with their 100 percent satisfaction guarantee so try something new visit one of their open-air stores or order online they even offer convenient curbside pickup Go to callaways.com to find a location near you c-a-l-l-o-w-a-y-s they visit their newest location at 7600 Greenville Avenue. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6 for your convenience. Callaway's Nursery. That's life lived beautifully. Great people. Great places. Callaway's.com. This is live. The border. There's a crisis. The bill is passed. Restrictions. The impact of variants. Are Needing more vaccinations. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour. This. This is. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. For the finest in tree care, you want to call Arborological Services at 866-552-7267. Your trees deserve the best, the experts your trees deserve. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Serving the Sperry trees for more than 20 years. Their outstanding staff includes more than 10 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, and three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. Miguel Pastanez is an 11-time, I believe it is, a Texas State tree climbing champion. That is quite a feat, and he works at Arborological Services. In fact, he is the lead uh, guy on the crew that comes to our house. I am so proud to get to represent them to you here for the finest in tree care. Whether it's routine tree maintenance or something heroic, you need Arborological Services. Again, that phone number, they are strictly local. This makes them sound like a big national company. They are not. They are a local company doing local work only. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com, A-R-B-O-R. And then I, logical, all one word, that's a real forestry word, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and again, the phone number, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I have a couple of small trees I wanted to tell you about, and each of them is adapted to shade or part shade. Saucer magnolias bloom first in the spring. They're deciduous trees growing to 15 to 20 feet tall. They're actually large shrubs. Their three to four inch blooms resemble light purple or white tulips in very early spring. They do best given afternoon shade and ample moisture. They're best in northeast Texas, including the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They do not do well on shallow, alkaline, white rock soils. That saucer magnolia, some people call it tulip tree magnolia, but that's a bad name. That's a different tree. You want saucer magnolia. Japanese maples are small trees that must have protection from the hot afternoon sun in Texas or several varieties. Many of them have purple foliage. Some of them have green. They must have the shade. They need moisture and they're beautiful. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very, very much. Let me give you the phone number here. If you'd like to call, we'd love to hear from you. It's toll-free anywhere you can hear me, 888 888- 787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and screening calls for me, so his will be the first voice you'll hear. He'll get you ready to go on the air with me, 888-787-5543. 
Both hours of my program are sponsored, the overall sponsor, Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. And they have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. They'll help you by checking off the items on your list, and then they'll give you helpful advice as well. So you'll get the job done right, quickly, and easily the first time. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on miracle Grow Potting Soil. miracle Grow Soil. $8.49. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $6.49, a limit of 60 bags. Grow a bountiful harvest with miracle Grow Garden Soil Vegetables and Herbs. And that'll feed plants for up to three months. It's enriched with a blend of compost, plant food, and other essential nutrients. It's ready to grow big, beautiful in-ground flowers. uh, Trust miracle Grow garden soil flowers. Enriched with continuous-release plant food, this soil will feed for up to three months. And meanwhile, moisture control technology protects plants against over- and under-watering. It increases blooms and vegetable harvest versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. The real news and information on COVID-19 and vaccinations. The CDC has come out with new guidelines on wearing masks at the top and bottom of every hour. Fully vaccinated against COVID-19, you can go outside without wearing one in most cases. 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. My electronic newsletter is called eGardens Electronic Gardens, Gardens Magazine, eGardens, and it consists of five stories each week. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that particular week. One of the stories will also be a featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly. And one of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out things that you need to be doing in your landscape and garden in the ensuing three or four days that follow eGardens. Again, comes out Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. That way you can buy your materials on Friday and be ready to go on the weekend. That's Niels Ferry's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, Go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. I can't sign up for you. Neil Sperry's eGardens. And go to Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on the eGardens tab and scroll down. You can sign up for it. You can also see the most recent issue. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. I'm Dan Meyer from Sline Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the help for hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. And let's go back to our phone lines now. Let's see who we have up is Jimmy and Dennison. Jimmy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going great. How can I help you? Okay, I'll tell you what I got. I live on 10 acres that's been in my family for before I was even born. So I've got 40 years of, you know, never seeing cedar rust on uh, the cedar trees that I have. And I'm telling you, you know, when it rains, it's it's horrible, you know, just globs of the orange gelatin stuff, you know, just falls everywhere. <laughs> but I've never, never seen this as a kid, but then I bought a, a Golden Delicious apple tree back in probably 08, somewhere around there. And it seems like that ever since then, that that's when I've had them, that when, when this has happened. And it seems the further these cedar trees get away from that apple tree, it seems like less of the cedar rust is on them. Mm-hmm. So would it be possible if I cut down this apple tree, because it doesn't produce apples really anyway, that it might cure the problem? It, it might very well. I don't know if you were listening early in the program today. Phil in Collinsville called wanting a, a white flowering tree, and he was talking about apples. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, no, nah, you know, Phil, I wouldn't recommend apples because of cedar apple rust. And I told the story about buying 10 crab apples. Yes, and, I did hear that. Yeah, well, that's exactly that one. I was dedicating it to you, hoping you'd call. <laughs> so <laughs> so it lo and behold, here you are. It worked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, and another question is I've got, I mean, same deal, but I've got a uh, horse apple trees, mm-hmm. uh, Bodark, I guess. Yes. 
Does the is that a host as well? No, not in the least. It's uh, not related at all. It's just it okay. gets that name because of the fruit. But right. No, it's not related. Okay, because I called my local place here, and they said, well, I can use copper or sulfate or something like that. And I was like, man, that would take hundreds of gallons. You know? Yeah, I, I'll tell you, for cedar apple rust and as, as finicky as apple trees are to, to bring into fruit, it's just, I'm, I'm not sure if you have, you have hundreds of apples or hundreds of red cedars. Hundreds of, hundreds of cedar trees. Yeah. I, I and one apple tree. And one apple tree. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you're swimming against a strong current. I, I think, I think you're going out of the apple business. Well, that sounds good to me because it, yeah. I mean, what? What it does make the squirrels get before I can get them anyway. Yeah, I, I get that. I understand. <laughs> now, apples right. are, are not, not a good investment if you have cedar trees nearby. They're tough enough anyway because they, uh, they, they try to ripen in the heat of the summer, and there's just a lot of things. And, and cotton root rot is a problem, maybe not in Denison, because are you in, in red soil or in black clay? Uh, it's more of a red soil. Yeah, you won't have the cotton root rot issue that the black clay does, so that part you get by on. But no, you're. I, I think it's time to go out of the apple business, and that will help the cedars. Yeah. No more mowing around it. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Jimmy, very much. Take care, folks. If you Bye. don't know what he's talking about, it's like it's like orange, sticky, slimy. It's like slime, like the, the slime the kids play with. It's just a gooey mess, the uh, cedar apple rust. It also makes hard, corky growths on the cedar trees, but then there's a, a gelatinous phase of it that's just nasty. It's a strange-looking thing. Uh, let's go to Neil at Lake Whitney. Neil, this is Neil. Echo, how can I help you? Hello, Neil. Neil, you there? feel like I'm talking to myself. All right. I'll tell you what, Mike. Let's put him on hold. Let's go to Jeff in Dallas. Jeff, this is Neil. How can I help you this afternoon? Hey, Neil. How are you? Um, I'm what? I've, I've got a, uh, oh, about a 40-year-old oak tree. It's a beautiful tree in my front yard. And I've got this one squirrel every morning seems to like to chew the bark off in the upper branches of the tree. And also the tips of the, I see, I see it's on the ground. I mean, they're strips of about uh, three, four inches long. And uh, also it looks like he's, t- he's chewed off the tips of the, uh, of the growth up there. It's just driving me crazy. I don't want <laughs> to, I've, I've called a arborist, but it's going to be a few days, a few weeks before he can get to me. And um, I'm just seeing what I might be able to do in the meantime or what do I do? So does that tree intersect with other trees or with a power line? Is there a way for the squirrel to get into the tree other than up the trunk? Well, I do see I do see a nest up there at the, at the top of the tree. If there is a way, uh, it'd be a long jump from my roof, maybe oh, maybe 10 feet. There is, it is near a magnolia tree, but uh, I'm thinking it's probably probably the trunk well you could you could put a metal collar on the trunk temporarily uh this would be out of sheet metal and you would you would tie it around temporarily in a way that the squirrel couldn't get up the trunk once once the squirrel is down you have to be watching pretty closely maybe hard to see even with the live oak but right but that's the that's the best way you can't harm the squirrel that's uh, first of all i don't want that on my conscience and secondly it's illegal Um, they are sharpening Mm -hmm. their teeth. They do that on my pecan trees too. And, and what happens then is that the, the branch turns brown from that point out. There is a church on the north side of Beltline in uh, Richardson that has Uh awful squirrel damage on their big live oak. And there's a, a, another live oak on Beltline, uh, a little closer to Hillcrest that uh, is actually it's between Hillcrest and, and Coit that is just riddled. Uh-huh. I've been like like thirty or forty branches every summer that are are just like this too, and that's uh-huh. it's just the way squirrels are. They're they're sharpening their teeth. Their teeth grow forever, and right. so un- unless you can keep the squirrels out of the tree, then mm-hmm. there's not much else you can do. That you can't really go up there and put anything on the tree that's going to discourage them, but you can keep them out if, if, if there's no pathway for them to get there otherwise. Right. Well, uh, 
is this uh, what, what I'm concerned about more than anything is this opening the door for like I heard you a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week talk about uh, don't uh, oak will don't have your yeah oak, I'm more concerned about oak will I'm not I don't know that that's going to be a problem I guess it could be I never thought about it but yeah I I it's opening my tree up to, to yeah it is like. but but it's also putting all those dead branches up there and they're not going to you know they'll fall eventually, but you got to look at them for years, and you yeah. don't really you don't want that. I, I that worries me more, bothers me more than the chance of oak wilt. Uh, right. Unless, okay. unless you have oak wilt in your neighborhood, the prospect of it getting in through those is not very great. But the chance of the okay. tree looking awful is a hundred percent. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I'm battling one squirrel, so. Uh, I just, <laughs> see if, I, I see if uh, yeah, let me give you two options. One is the arborist that you, that you're having out and you might contact the, the, the sponsor that I have, uh, that I did the ad for about 10 minutes ago and, and, yeah, and Arborological. On, yeah. yeah, Arborological would be, you mentioned it and I, I don't give, like I say, I don't give plugs, but you, you mentioned them. So you're perfect. And the other thing uh-huh. would be to contact the extension service and their wildlife management people. I don't know if there is a way to bait a trap where you could catch and release the squirrel somewhere uh, in a in a okay. you know a floodplain or something where it would be okay. safe and out of out of out of your yard. That's all I have. Right. It's a meager answers, okay. but there you go. Appreciate your call, appreciate Jeff. It. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Bye bye. All right, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my book. And uh, it is for a very limited time available to you for thirty-one dollars and ninety-five cents. It will go to thirty-six ninety-five uh, once uh, once I get all the books signed. I have a couple thousand left to sign. I think I can sign several hundred tonight and uh, several hundred tomorrow afternoon. And uh, then I'm going to dedicate a couple of days next week. And I'm I'm really pushing as hard as I can to get all these books signed and in the mail. Thank you. Thank you is all I can say. Thank you for all the purchases. I'm, I'm flattered and humbled and very grateful. So is my wife. <laughs> we are very grateful. Now, here's what the book is. It's the fifth printing of Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, a hardback on high-quality paper, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for all 254 counties in the great state of Texas. There's a, there are more than 25 multi-page charts in the book, and you'll also find uh, everything that you need to know about uh, landscapes and lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It's all in there. And uh, Chapter 2 is a calendar, a 48-page calendar, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. book is not on Amazon. It is not in stores. The only way you can get it is by going to my website or calling my office Monday through Friday business hours, 9 to 5. And that phone number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way to order, though, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. Satisfaction completely guaranteed. You'll be getting a signed copy, and uh, that's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. All right, we have the foundation repaired. Let's fix the roof while we're at it. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. These folks are fabulous. They fixed our roof three years ago. Oh, my goodness, are we lucky they did and thankful they did. Texas premier roofing contractor, a second-generation family business, serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They have the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed. Composition roofs, you bet. That's what the bread and butter of their business. But they also do clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, 
They do uh, uh, flat roofs. Not many people will say, hey, I'll do a flat roof. But they have it right there on their website. New and residential re-roofing, they do it all. If you have hail or wind damage or you're afraid that you do, let them go up on the roof and look for you. They'll bring photographs down, and you can trust them because they are local and they have been around all that time. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, W-O-R-T-H-A-M. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788, WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. And right now, we normally would either have a recorded message from my pastor, Tommy Brummett, from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, Texas, 315 North Church Street, or we'd have the live Tommy Brummett. And which would you rather have? I prefer the live Tommy Brummett. Pastor, how are you? I am well today, Neil. What a beautiful day it is. Boy, it turned out nice, didn't it? Let's have this for about another week. How how about that? You like that? I think that'd be great. I think our golfers out here in McKinney are pretty happy with uh, with a little sunshine today. Lynn and Brian went yesterday, and and Lynn walked the whole course. She came home, and she didn't walk anymore. Went to bed. <laughs> she was all <laughs> <So> done. <laughs> I, I want you to tell people about the services of the First United Methodist Church, and uh, and how. Uh, people who are not members of the church can access our services, please. That is our oh. church. That's that's why I say our. You bet. You bet. So we're continuing to offer the services uh, on Sunday. We have in-person services both inside and outside, uh, our contemporary service, our uh, traditional service, um, and we are also uh, worshiping online, and we will continue to do that. Uh, and And you can find all of that information on our website, at sharingtheheart.org, and we're asking if you're coming in person, just just register, just let us know you're coming, just so we know how many people are going to be there. Set up a chair outside or whatever it is, set up a pew for you. That's <laughs> exactly, like that. exactly <laughs> and, right. And Tommy, exactly I told right. the story, I told the story on you about uh, about the outside in the hub, out, out in the in the outdoor facility. I said, if it's pouring down rain, nope, game's off. <laughs> Got electronic <laughs> equipment out there, you need to. Need to protect our pastors, right? We're, we're we're just like the Rangers. We don't play in the rain, but now yeah, well, they do. They can play anytime, can't yeah. they? <laughs> their uh, their facility costs a little more than yours did. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> so we used that facility Thursday, day before yesterday, for something very very special. And I want to tell a story on Pastor Tommy Brummett. Uh, those of you who have listened to me on WBAP and even before that over at the other station, or have seen my. Uh, Facebook page know that my wife and I have been very involved with a recovery high school for kids who've come back from rehab um, and um, they uh, drug and alcohol rehab and they don't want to go back to their home schools and and a school in McKinney ISD uh, was formed by a committee in 1999 and it's called Serenity High in McKinney and and there's a reason it doesn't say high school it just says Serenity High it's play on words and uh, about uh, six or eight years ago, I went to Pastor Tommy Brummett and I said, you know, we feel the need to have someone from the clergy on the advisory board. And would you know of somebody from your staff, the wonderful staff that we have, who might be interested in serving on the advisory board of Serenity High? And he said, I do. And in less time than that, he said, I would. I mean, how many things are you invited to do in a day? 30? 40? <laughs> and he offered at in a heartbeat, and he has been a wonderful board member. Tommy, thank you. Oh, I, absolutely, Neil. Listen, a, a, uh, substance uh, abuse addiction uh, has affected my family, uh, people that I love dearly, uh, as, as it has for, for most of all too. of us. Yep, ours yep, too. Yep. So I, I'm happy to serve, happy to serve. Aren't they beautiful kids? Oh, my gosh. We had a great graduation on just a beautiful day. And, and I think you always challenge who's going to cry first uh, when, when we have that graduation and when we listen to our speakers. 
and I think you beat me to the punch this year, Neil. You, well, you got there later. You went home and changed <laughs> shirts, and I got I got an early start on you. <laughs> Folks, I want to tell you that uh, we've had two principals at Serenity High. Uh, Julie Ferraro was the founding principal for 17 years, and Stephen Issa took over from Julie. He just personified Julie's temperament and everything about Julie, and uh, it was a natural transition. And uh, we lost Stephen two, two months ago to a long battle of illness. And, and Julie has always had a, a speaker uh, of, of real importance to the audience that comes for graduation. But we on the board have never known. She always keeps it secret. And when we walked in, uh, we noticed that Stephen's uh, wife and son were there, Bakari. And just impeccably dressed, beautifully dressed, as they always are. And I went over and greeted them, and, and then I realized, oh, my goodness, I'll bet that somehow they may be our speakers. And sure enough, they were. I complimented uh, 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 Ronnie on, on how, how wonderful they looked, and, and Bakari, who's a freshman in high school, and, and she said, Neil, I have to tell you, I bought a whole bunch of new clothes for Bakari, and he said, Mom, please send them back. I want to – I'm not going to get this, Tommy. I'm not going to get through it either. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I want to, to honor my dad. I want to wear his suit, his shirt, and his shoes. And there's this beautiful young man that just is nice-looking and standing tall. And I stood there and started to cry, and he yeah. stepped up to me and put his arm around me. And as I said on Facebook last night, isn't that backwards of the way it's supposed to go? Yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to be yeah. supporting him. Yeah, yeah. Just but, awesome. But it was beautiful, and that kind of love is is manifest at Serenity High. Yeah. And I just would say, if if anybody, if you if you have a high school student that needs what Serenity offers, uh, we have kiddo, kiddos from all different school districts come to be a part of our life there. So uh, make sure you know about Serenity High uh, in McKinney ISD. Yep, and it's on the website. We're redoing the website. It's woefully out of date, but but the important information is there is a recovery high school in a public high school setting, and it's been there for 22 years now, serenityhigh.org, or you can find it through the McKinney ISD website. So. And, Tommy, thank you for all that you do, and thank you for that wonderful facility that you have uh, offered for the graduation and uh, for all of your friendship, uh, both uh, at Serenity and elsewhere. Thank you. You're a dear person. You know that. Life is good, and we are blessed, Neil. We are blessed. Thank you, my friend. Let's go out and look for some birds. We didn't talk birds today. Let's do that, too, sometime. (laughs) Let's do. (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Sharingtheheart.org is the website. If you want to uh, want to want to hear a sermon by Pastor Tommy Brummett sometime, I would recommend it highly. Folks, I am out of time. Neil and Lake Whitney, call me back if you will. Uh, he is worried that he might have killed his pineapple palm by pruning it. Um, I assume he's talking about Canary Island date palm. Uh, it might have frozen if that's what happened, but just uh, give it some time and wait and see. The palm people are telling us the same things that the oak experts are telling us, and that is wait and give them a chance to leaf out and grow, and, and uh, that we'll find out probably in June as to how these trees are going to be doing. Folks, I'll be in WBAP tomorrow morning from 8 until 10. I hope you'll tune me in to Mike Bass, who has run this program like he owned it, and he should because he's good. He's really, really good. And I thank uh, Mike for that, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of this afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow morning, hopefully on WBAP, and next week right here. Have a great one. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.